I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be when away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried ship a And once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time, Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call, and usually around the weekend period of time. I hope we're catching you just right. Thank you for welcoming us aboard in your home or in your car or wherever. I'm in the book of John. John chapter 6, finally, Fisherman found himself by the seashore again. John chapter 6, verse 1, uh, we're by the Sea of Galilee. Of course, if you're over close to Tiberias, it would be called the Sea of Tiberias of the of the uh, Gennesaret area. Uh, uh, it's called the uh, Gennesaret or the Sea of Gennesaret. And uh, uh, as far as uh, the occasion, I probably know that you're familiar with John chapter six, at least verses one through thirteen, the story of the little lad. Remember the little lad with the five loaves and the two fish? Yeah, and. Uh, Jesus was asking his disciples, we got enough funds to feed all these, all these, how many? <laughs> 5,000 men, uh, plus women and children. It mentions the men that's there. And the answer is no, no. Uh, verse 7, John chapter 6, Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may take a little. But one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, there is a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes, but what are they among so many? It's a little guy here, little lad, not a child, but a lad, probably a teenager. And he has five barley loaves, two fishes. Evidently, this lad gladly surrenders his lunch to the Savior, and then a miracle happens. How you can take and feed 5,000 people, five barley loaves, Two fish, you know. Uh, is there is there more to this story than just that? Now I like that part of this story. You said you believe that's true. Yes, you believe there was a time. Yes, I certainly do. And uh, there is a historical element here. What if what if we could take and bring this up into the day and age we live, some two thousand years from that? What could a two thousand year old story do for us today? What I'd like to do. This I'd like to, of course, we know the lad would represent a believer, both male and female, and their willingness to be used. The lunch would represent food that God has given. Uh, God has given us to be able to give to the world. What is this food? John six forty eight. I am the bread of life. All right. What could, uh, uh, what could we sort of... Uh, I've heard someone say one time, use your sanctified imagination. And not your imagination, but it has to be sanctified, set apart, and motivated by the Holy Spirit. What uh, what would be the situation today? What would be the response 
Evidently, the little lad gladly gave of his lunch to Jesus. But what would be the response today? Let me just propose a few things and then make some application and see if you know where Brother Munn's going. All right, I'm going to say something like this. Once again, the little little boy gladly gave of his lunch. I'm going to ask you now a number of times, what are you doing with your lunch? I believe this. Probably today it would have been easy for him just to got, have gotten lost in the crowd. There was a crowd of people there. What is it? Verse 5. And when Jesus had lifted up his eyes and saw a great company coming to him. Lots of people. Verse 10. So the men sat down a number about 5,000. You said, what do you mean get lost in the crowd? All right. The young man, uh, he's close to Jesus. He's close to the disciples. They're talking about food. The young man looks around. Nobody has any food but him. Uh, as far as his basket, maybe his box, maybe maybe his bag, you know. So he sort of figures out what's fixing to take place. So he just backs up and just sort of moves in through the crowd till he gets to the backside of the crowd and he's gone. All right? Just kind of run away. Uh, what are you saying, Brother Mon? Could have gotten lost in the crowd. Now, what uh, what are you doing with your lunch? You know what I've seen people do? Yeah, professing, been in the ministry now, especially a pastor of over 50 years. I've heard lots of different things. I've had people say something like this. They had, oh, they had great abilities as far as, you know, thinking about talents. Oh, some of them had talents far greater than what I had. And I approached them about some of this. And you know what? Uh, what they, they just backed out of the situation, just backed right out of it, just sort of. In fact, that's why people like big churches, you know. You can seem to hide, remain unseen, cost you nothing. You can do nothing. Do you, you see where I'm coming? So the young man could have did that. Now, he didn't do that. I tell you what, he could he could have lied, all right, face to face with Jesus, Andrew, telling Jesus, "Hey, here's this little guy here. He has a lunch, five barley loaves. How many fish now? Two. That's right, two small fishes there. All right, uh, Andrew, perhaps before he's introduced to Jesus, he'd say, "Son, what do you what what do you have there?" And he could have lied. He could have said, "I've got uh, uh, in my uh, in in my basket here. I've got a uh, I've got a, a bunch of rocks." You got what? You got a bunch of rocks. Rocks are <laughs> not going to help anybody whatsoever. He lied. Now he could have lied. Now I'm glad he didn't lie. He told he had five barley loaves, two fishes. But he could have lied. Said he didn't have anything. I've once again. Had people to tell me that. I mentioned a few minutes ago how people have told me about, uh, you know, I found out they had talents and abilities to be able to do something. And what they did, instead of just sort of move away and back out of the situation, they lied and told me they they didn't, they couldn't. Uh, maybe as people, as far as music is concerned, you hear them sing and you say, wow, they got a good voice. Maybe would you would you sing? Would you be... Would you do special music? Uh, uh, would you sing in the choir? Oh, oh, oh no, I can't do that. I, I, I don't have a voice. Oh, they lied, you know. What are you? What are you saying, brother Mon? What are you doing with your lunch? That that God has blessed you with, as far as 
maybe even in abilities as far as the Bible is concerned. You know, we read the Bible, and oh, we, you know, we we learn uh, as far as our, the, our brain is concerned, and uh, how God is taking it and bringing it right on into the heart. You know, uh, uh, we we have the Word of God that's there. It's it's the bread of life, and maybe we're asked from time to time. Uh, you know, do you do you share this? Do you give this to other people? And we say, oh, no, 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 we we couldn't do that. I, I could, I couldn't do that. I'm basically shy. Well, uh, that's just lying. I'm just trying to make some simple application here. As far as the little lad is concerned, he could have lied. You know, and uh, I think we're guilty from time to time. What about this lad? Uh, let's sort of uh, let's get into something. Maybe it's a little more a little more factual. As far as this lad, he had five barley loaves, two fishes. Right? All right. Who they belong to? They belong to him. Correct. Now he could have eaten them himself. Uh, well, what do you mean, Brother Mon? <laughs> they were his. He could have just backed out, went out behind the crowd. And just ate his own lunch if this was his. And if it was more than he could eat, maybe he was carrying this to someone else, you know. What are you saying? Could have eaten it himself. What are you doing with your lunch? Let me ask this question here. Is the bread of life given to just sustain me? Is it fair, uh, we think about this little boy, would be if he ate it himself he'd be full and the others hungry you know you know is the bread of life given to just sustain me as far as my relationship to the lord and my knowledge of the word of god is that just for me you understand what i'm talking about he could have eaten it himself so as far as life you said well i i try to keep my you know try to do right myself and uh, but what about the bread what what about the crowd that's there you know have you ever heard have you ever just closed your eyes got in a quiet place could you could you not hear the crowd as far as the world is concerned could you not hear that they were hungry and they're starving and they're dying and there's lost people everywhere and you have a lunch what are you doing with your lunch what are you doing with the bread of life that you know that you have. I could say something like this, the little lad, oh, I know he gave his lunch, but he could have just given some of it, just some of it. This would be commendable. He's going to give one fish, and he'll give three of these barley loaves. All right? That's something, you know, but that was, that's just partial, you know. Partial service. Partial service will not feed a multitude. Eat some and give others the leftovers. You know, with Christian people, that's basically what a lot of us do. God has the leftovers. What are you doing with what are you doing with your lunch? Let me end by saying something like this. Please, if you got nothing so far, just kind of just just a fault, you know. The little lad, five barley loaves, two fishes, surrenders them to Jesus, Jesus performs a miracle. What if uh, the little lad tried to feed him himself? Oh, you ever thought that? It was Jesus that took the loaves. Verse 11, and Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples. But now it's 
the launch that the lad had. What if the lad just stepped in the front and said, all right, I've got this lunch. He presents it to the people. How long would it have taken to eat two fish, five barley loaves? What are you saying, Brother Juan? I'm saying this. A lot of times when it comes to living for God and trying to accomplish what God wants us to accomplish as far as the lost world is concerned and making sure that uh, the world has the word of life, Christ is on the inside. Uh, uh, we think about the Word of God. Uh, Jesus is the, the living bread, the Word of God. We think about the written bread. And uh, we, you know, uh, sometimes we, we try to do this ourselves. It takes the touch of God. Let me say this. Giving, it's not what you give to God that counts, but what you take your hands off that already belongs to God this to make a difference. The little boy, it was in his hands, but it had to be transferred from his hands to the Savior's hands. Oh, what about my life? I must surrender, yes, unto him. He's wanting to, to use me. Yes, the frailty of human flesh, I understand that, but he can overcome that. God used human instrumentality. I, I, I understand that. My friend, I want to make sure I'm not trying to take and feed the world, that Jesus is doing this for us. He could have got lost in the crowd. God could have just lied about what he had, could have eaten it himself, <laughs> could have just given some of it, could have tried to feed the crowd himself. It would not have worked. I said all of that to say this, ma'am, sir, what are you doing? What are you doing with your lunch? Now to next week, the same time, this is Fisher Mon saying goodbye.